0: The Ain't No Fang Podcast
1: from Arizona Sports. Ain't No Fang.
0: Well, it's good that we're doing a new episode of Ain't No Fang tonight, because if you listen to any of the previous ones, we got pretty much everything
1: wrong. (laughs) I got one right. One. Good for you, Bear. I think. I'm Steve Zinsmeister. That's Cody Fisher. I didn't go back and listen, to be honest with you. I don't don't do that either. I'm pretty um, sure I picked the Dodgers over the the Giants. We picked pretty much everybody that didn't
0: make the championship series. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I got to be honest with you. I like the final four teams. I like Houston. Every year they hit. I don't know about the pitching, but every year they hit. I like Boston. Kind of the same thing. Every year they hit.
1: Not Not so sure about the pitching. Not really sure about the pitching.
0: Um, And then Atlanta and L.A. And I will be completely open and honest about this. Pull back the curtain a little bit. We are recording this podcast at the worst possible time. (laughs) Yeah. We are are recording this. Well, this is your fault for getting a new job. Oh, it's completely my fault for having uh, screwed up the entire Your schedule is so dumb now. We are recording this uh, on Thursday night during the (laughs) middle of the Dodgers-Braves game. And it's kind of an important one because the Braves
1: could put away the series tonight but it's kind of looking like it's that's not, not looking happen. good. It is 6 at this moment in the top of the 6th inning. It is 6 to 2 Dodgers. The Dodgers went with a bullpen game in this game starting Joe Kelly who recorded two outs. He gave up a two-run two-run homer to Freddie Freeman and was pulled with an injury. Um can I also just say no. how unfair it is to watch Bruce Gratterall pitch? That dude looks like He looks like, well, he's in better shape than I am, but he looks like someone like me. He's a little chunky, okay? He's a little bit of a chunker. And that dude just looks like he's playing catch in the backyard, and it zips in there. One-on-one. 101 and i'm like how in the world are you throwing 101 miles an hour because he doesn't have this crazy windup it's just like okay here it is bam wasn't uh that was the kenta maeda trade it right? was and boston screwed that up because boston they uh, did yeah boston it was supposed to be a three-way trade yeah where the dodgers got mookie betts a david price and the Verdugo. Verdugo goes to the Red Sox. Yeah. And then Maeda was supposed to go to Minnesota. And Gratterall was supposed to go to Boston. But Boston didn't like his medical history right. with injuries. So the Dodgers and Twins just said, let's just do that trade. We'll take Gratterall. And just look what happened. Yeah. yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. Gratterall is he throws just, it's it's like white hot fire smoke and it's just heat that dude throws so hard and it's like with no effort it's crazy tell you what since i screwed up the
0: timing of this podcast um yeah. how about we start in the al Stupid. and work our <laughs> way to the nl that way by the time we start talking about it, maybe we have a picture. maybe it'll picture. be the
1: eighth inning <laughs> yeah we'll
0: have a clearer picture of how that game is going to look and and possibly what the rest of the series could look like um Great. so let's start in the al obviously houston leads that series three to two um The Red Sox hitting just went cold after game three. They've only scored three runs in the last two games. Um, Game six is tomorrow night, Friday night on FS1. And it's going to be an important one for sure if Boston wants to stay in this thing. And it's interesting. The series on the complete 30,000 foot view of this, you've got the 2017 World Series winners in Houston. And we've talked about this before. A lot of their lineup is similar. You still have Altuve. You still have Correa. You still have Bregman. Um, I, pff, Mike Michael Brantley wasn't there. Guriel,
1: you still have Guriel. So yeah. I mean,
0: there are a lot of Michael Brantley's pieces.
1: newer. Uh, Kyle Tucker is is newer because he I might don't, have been on the team then. but I, I think, think he was wasn't, coming up. He wasn't minors. an everyday player. No, yeah, Yet. he might have been like called um, up in September. Yeah, yeah. Um, Martin Maldonado might have been there. Alvarez too, wasn't around. No, he was still in the minor leagues. Uh, By the way, he, Michael Brantley was a free agent. He was a couple the of years only after. one that could hit Chris Sale yesterday. Like. He's a good hitter. Yeah, he's really good. He's a monster. He hitter. was hitting balls the other way he hit a hit a home run over the monster the other way. That dude has just raw power. It's There's crazy. There's probably a couple guys in Houston that should be DH only. He's probably one of them. But when you have a lineup <laughs> like theirs, you, I mean you put a man. Dude, I didn't even realize this until the this, the ALCS started. Yuli Gurriel was the AL batting champion. He led the American League in batting average. And would you say uh, rank the top players
0: in the Astros lineup, position players okay. rank their players, and like you see them as okay. like this guy is their best player, this yeah. guy's their second best.
1: I would say Correa is one. Okay, Altuve is two, but not far behind is Bregman at three. Um, Kyle Tucker for Michael Brantley in terms of just pure hitting five. And then I would probably say Guriel or Alvarez or oh yeah Alvarez yeah forgot about Gurriel's Alvarez not even in your top yeah, Gur- five yeah he's not not even no he's he the AL he's batting seven champion. at least yeah AL batting champion how crazy is that yeah insane right that's absurd the lineup is so freaking deep it's crazy
0: have you ever seen an infield as good as theirs and I'm gonna preface uh, this actually I'm gonna I'm gonna get no. to another good infield here <laughs> I was gonna say Atlanta has a really great infield this year. I mean, with the turnaround of Austin Riley, with mm-hmm. Dansby Swanson's coming along, yeah, yeah. Ozzie Albies, we know, is a, one of the top second basemen in baseball, and Freddie Freeman is America's first baseman. So, I mean, you have... <laughs> that used to be Paul Goldschmidt. I know. You jerk. How could I go there? You just... Ugh. But, I mean, when you're talking infields,
1: Boston's got a great infield, well, too. and all-healthy the Dodgers have a really good infield with, yeah. I mean, Justin, I mean, they all are, kind, not all of them, but like Trey, the Turners are not playing the well Turners, yeah. in this in this postseason. Justin Turner's hurt. He hurt his hamstring yesterday. Where's Trey been? He is not, he's, I think he's hitting under 200 in this series, He's or in the playoffs. He has been absent. But just in terms of talent and all healthy Dodger infield is Justin Turner, Corey Seager, Trey Turner, and Max Muncy. But Muncy's hurt, too. That's so, a monster infield, too. Yeah, and then if you include include uh, Will Smith, the catcher, too. I mean, he's yeah. he's really good offensively, too. Yeah, Yuli Gurriel led the American League with a three nineteen batting average.
0: That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And he's not
1: even... He's the fourth best infielder but he, on their team. Just, he just gets <laughs> singles, man. He hits. Yeah, well, I mean... Also, he's like... He, he hasn't been in the majors that long or with the Astros that long. He's like 37 years old. Do you know who led the NL in hitting? I can check. Because right now. I know
0: halfway through the Trey season Trey Turner. Okay. Half, 328. Halfway through the season, it was Adam Frazier in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. He went to the All Star game. And then he gets traded to San Diego. He didn't play as much. And he wasn't, I mean, he didn't do anything. Would for you them. say he's in their top three infielders? No. Tatis, Machado, uh, Cronenworth. Yeah,
1: I'd probably. Those guys are all better north. baseball players. Yeah, than Frazier, right? And then, I think they were mostly having him play in like center field anyway. But yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything for them really. That's they, the the Padres really didn't do much at the trade deadline. I mean, they tried for Scherzer, but they ultimately didn't get him. Let me ask you this question:
0: Who yeah. is the MVP of this series, Houston versus Boston? Who's the MVP so far, and why Whoa. is it Kike Hernandez? <laughs> Well, I mean, if they don't win, is it? I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. I I guess. I don't know. Can you give him the MVP of this? I, that's not even a real award here. they give out, I don't think. But, yeah. <laughs> I'd give it to him, even if they lose. If they lose tomorrow night, I as oh, long yeah. as Kike is still is playing dope. pretty well. Or does oh, he oh, here go we by go. Enrique Lee. only now?
1: Well, I think he wanted to go by Enrique, but everyone still calls him Kike. Okay. So, is this like Check an Andy, this. Andrew, Young I'm, thing? I'm just Googling this right now. Okay. Yuli Guriel. Yeah. In the LCS is hitting four seventy four. Really? Four seventy four. Really. There it is. Look at my phone right there. Oh, I see the phone. 474. Oh my goodness. Alvarez is hitting 421. I mean, it's probably Alvarez. Well, Alvarez is hitting 367 for the playoffs. Yeah, I would say it's probably it's probably Jordan Alvarez, uh, especially last night where Chris Sale looked like he had really good stuff. Uh, he, you know, he he's just coming back from an injury this year, and I saw a tweet. I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the whole game because I was working, but uh, he was touching 97 to 99 miles an hour last night on his fastball. So that was really good to see from Chris Sale. But Jordan Alvarez was the only one that could hit him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's and that's funny because it's a lefty lefty la- matchup. But, yeah.
0: Um, Maybe Kike Hernandez or sorry, Enrique Hernandez. maybe he is it sounds much more professional. Maybe he's the MVP of the postseason so far. I don't know. Eddie Rosario. Is oh, yeah, six, Eddie Rosario. It, we'll Eddie, get into We'll get into yeah. Eddie Rosario in a second, but yeah, I, it's a great series. Um, there's names, like there's na- classic names in this series that are doing well. Like you you mentioned Guriel. he's been pretty good for the last few years, and he was on the World Series team. Granted, he might have been playing a different position. No, he was first base. Guriel? Yeah. Yes. I think. He's mostly Maybe first DH base. Maybe DH Yeah, then. DH, yeah. I don't remember who else they had at the time, but... um, But, I mean, like, there's some classic names. Raphael Devers is on base 426 in the postseason right now. J.D. Martinez, 457 on base. You've got... Alvarez, we talked about. We know he can play. Hernandez is actually one of the names that I didn't expect
1: to be the top player. Yeah, in the series, but like he's got this postseason switch. He does that. He just him and he, Chris Taylor. Him, Chris Taylor. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger had a terrible, just dreadful regular season this year and this kid won an mvp not too long ago yeah and he was batting eighth getting platooned in it was like the him outfield. And yeah oh yeah yelich was yep. the same way yelich has fallen off too but like bellinger had a had a horrible year and then all of a sudden the postseason starts he's got three the the, the dodgers like three biggest hits in, the, in this that home run playoffs. the other night was well, nuts yeah he i don't know how he hit that pitch out dude he it was like his eyes it was so up out of the zone i think like the hit probability on it was it was really low the percentage was well, really low i
0: read that it was the second highest pitch he's ever hit a home run on <laughs> of course and it made me wonder of course. what was the highest pitch right right
1: <laughs> and but, how much higher but was it? he has the biggest hit he i think he had the big hit in the wild card game against st louis yeah he had the big hit in san francisco series in san francisco that gave them the lead in game 5 and he hit that home run last night That tied the game. Like, the dude is... If you're going to turn it on, it needs to be now. Yeah, Yeah, and Chris Chris Taylor is either doing something really dumb or being a really big hero for the Dodgers. Like, he had that horrible base running mistake in Game 1 against Atlanta where he ended the inning getting caught in between second and third in the top of the ninth inning, and then the Braves walked it off. With Enrique
0: Hernandez
1: and how well he's played. Because I think of him and Chris Taylor as comparable players.
0: They're not necessarily, like, your starting... Left field, they just start play everywhere. They play everywhere, and maybe it's what the Diamondbacks tried to do with guys like Chris Owings, or <laughs> yeah, or, I can't really think of other good examples, but these guys are good at that. They're uh, they're like Marwin Gonzalez, super utility guys, super players. utility guys. They're yep. gonna play every day pretty much somewhere, <laughs> but you just don't know where, right. Do you think I don't remember how the separation of the Dodgers and Kike Hernandez went? I think he left in free agency. Yeah, he just he signed a free agent deal with Boston. Do you think that the Dodgers regret that, knowing what he's putting up in the postseason
1: right now? I, I mean, you I have mean, a guy like Chris Taylor <laughs> who's worked out pretty great too. So. I mean, honestly, I don't even know where he would play. Right. Uh, because well now that they, but they have injuries now yeah but still like AJ Pollock as much as I don't like him has had a really good season for that for the Dodgers this year so he's been out and left Bellinger is still really really good in center field uh defensively and Taylor plays out there too and they have Trey Turner at second I could see maybe Kike Hernandez playing second well, base
0: but in theory they they probably wouldn't probably wouldn't have Trey
1: Turner they wouldn't have traded for him mid season maybe well. I don't know. Listen, Trey Turner is good enough that you it's trade a lot for him, of regardless. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of hypotheticals, but I yeah. mean, I don't know. I, I, they, I don't. I can't remember how much money the Red Sox gave him, but yeah, it, I don't know. if The they... Red
0: Sox also probably didn't think they were going to be super good. No, this. Remember when they were coming into the season? I mean, look at the rotation. Nick Pavetta, he
1: yeah. didn't mean anything to me before right. this season. Chris Sale was injured. Chris Sale just came back not that long ago. Nate Yavaldi. He's, he's all right. okay, yeah, but... Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's got... A, I didn't think he'd be as good as he was. Yeah, he... They traded away uh,
0: left fielder. Andrew Benintendi. Mm-hmm, to the Royals. I mean... He was a young... Jackie Bradley Jr. Player. goes away. Yep. I didn't think that the Red Sox were going to be much of anything. I'm, I'll bet you the Red Sox weren't looking to heavily invest in big, big they, names. They, they were much
1: they brought more brought to go after Hernandez. They brought in Hunter Renfro, really cheap. Right. Uh, they got Verdugo in the Mookie Betts trade. He's been good for them. I mean... They went with Bobby Dahlbeck at first base. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't even know who plays second for them because Kike has been playing center. I mean... I guess it, it just kind of It looks rotates. like a great
0: investment paid off. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the Dodgers are just like over there lamenting the fact that they let him go,
1: but it is an interesting piece. He, yeah. It's... He's been really good. It's It's... It's it's been crazy how good he's been. I mean, let me just look up what he's doing now.
0: I'm going to make an interesting comparison. He's
1: hitting 409. (laughs) He's hitting 409 in the the championship series. Here's a comparison.
0: Could the Diamondbacks try to accomplish that with Josh Rojas,
1: making him a super utility player? Because
0: I think that's kind of the role that he's playing right now. I mean, we talked about this season. Josh Rojas was one of their better players. Yeah, this
1: season, but I don't know where he plays it long term I've always kind of been i know it's worked with like the guys you said Kike Hernandez Marwin Gonzalez chris taylor um i've I've always kind of not been against those types of players, but I've always kind of just been like I'd rather have a guy have an if he's a really good hitter like Catal marte i don't like I didn't like the switching back between second and center field. I never liked the Chris Owings what they try to do with Chris Owings making him play everywhere because not that he was a super good player. No, but, but I so I I would rather I would rather see Josh Rojas have a, an everyday spot. I don't know where that is necessarily. It looks like Cattell Marte is going to be back at second base I for the foreseeable so. future. Please Lord, please. Left field if Maybe, Peralta's not back. Well I don't see right why field if Calhoun's not back, but then you got Pavin Smith. There's a lot of moving parts. We the have the like backs. six months to have. Yeah, this there's debate. there's a lot of moving parts is, is Seth beer going to start in the major leagues next year? Is he going to make know. the team out of spring training? So if, if that's the case, if there's no, <laughs> here's the big part. Is there going to be a universal DH? Cause that's Seth beer. Right I really there. don't know. Yeah. That's Seth beer. And if that happens, Paven Smith can play first. Josh Rojas can play, right? There you go. But, it's just there's so many moving parts, and I don't see why Peralta wouldn't be back unless they trade him away. But, but you're not. Gonna then again, he he had a kind of a down year offensively. He's in his mid 30s. He has got a pretty team friendly contract. But yeah, but he had like what less than 10 home runs. Yeah, I think he had like eight, six to eight home runs. Um, so I, if they trade him, it won't be for anything. That great in return, yeah. So I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't be back next year. He's still your your clubhouse leader, I guess. But I'd be okay with it but... if Peralta was on
0: the bench, if he was a bench bat. I mean, uh, look at what they've had in the outfield in recent years. With the lack of depth, mm-hmm. I mean, if you had a guy like that who could play, I don't know, four days a week in the outfield and spell other guys. I mean, David Peralta can play the corners. Yeah, I wouldn't play him in center a lot. But I mean, he'd be a that's good a, backup I, outfielder.
1: That's another thing, man. Like who plays center field for the Diamondbacks? I have no clue. Who is your like they there's no one that I can think of off the top of my head that's on the major league roster who can play center field. They think Varsho can. Oh. I I mean, I don't. He's not horrible out in the outfield. But I don't like it. But I I don't know. I mean, he he really came on strong in the second half of the season with the bat. He's got a good arm. He's fast. He's athletic. I guess he could do it, but I don't know if he's the type of guy that you wanted to say you are our center fielder now. No more catching. You know, you are an outfielder. Yeah, and I don't know how that's going to go because maybe, again, they don't even have a backup catcher to Carson Kelly. Maybe it's just tough because like the only speedy
0: catcher that we've ever seen work at another position is Craig vigio that's really the only one I can think of.
1: And how long did he even play catcher for?
0: Not long. Not well,
1: and there's not an, particularly long. Quite
0: frankly, there's not a lot of fast catchers to begin right, with. I right. can only think of one Real, other, and that's Real Russell M-
1: Martin. Real Muto is pretty quick.
0: Yeah, okay. Judging sure by enough. his
1: MLB The Show ratings. Well,
0: he's pretty quick, but he's also only a catcher. Right. Like, he never plays other positions. Right, exactly. Unless he sometimes plays first, but I'm not aware of that. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know if you can turn Josh Rojas into that super utility guy, but maybe that's what they're trying to do. I'm not sure. Hey, I wanted to mention this too about the series. Rookie Luis Garcia is going to start Game Six. Um, notably, he left Game Two with knee discomfort. So oh, good. I wouldn't think that's pretty. Zach good. Greinke was terrible in the game he started well, for them. Garcia. Oh, man, Garcia's got ten runs against him in three and two thirds
1: innings. Yeah, and he's going to pitch Game Six. Lance McCullers is hurt. He's not going to pitch in this series. Framber Valdez was really good last night. Yeah. And he brought his ERA down to 4.2. Hey, man. Which means before it playoff, was terrible. Playoff pitching, man. I, I mean, know. I don't know. The pitching just in these playoffs have been so weird. I've seen more bullpen games than I... I, I hate bullpen games. I just don't like them. Yeah. I mean, I know that... They're Tam- not as exciting. I know the Tampa Bay Rays make them work in the regular season. And that's how they win a lot of games. But man, like Joe Kelly starting this game tonight, and he was horrible. If I bought horrible. tickets
0: to a game, oh yeah, in the postseason, especially in the championship series, oh, and be Joe so Kelly mad. or Corey Canabel or Jimmy Nelson—I'm just naming people that <laughs> aren't starters—if um, they ended up starting a game, I would be pissed,
1: right? I'd be livid. I, I would I would be as well. I came to see Max Scherzer, I came to see Walker Bueller. I came to see even Julio Urías. Yeah. 20 games. Yep. And and the Braves are doing it too. The Braves have done bullpen games too in in this I don't play, like it. in these playoffs. I just don't I don't care for them. Um they Dave, overthink pitching. Dave Well, Dave Roberts in game 5 was like we're going to start Corey Knebel to get the Giants to put left-handers in their their are left handers in their lineup and then we're going to pull them and Urias is going to come in. I'm like, did it work? Okay. I mean, they won. The I mean, game. they won. Yeah. So, I mean, but I don't know. I strongly believe
0: pitch your best guy. That's what I best think, guy too. I agree with that. Who's better? Corey Canable or Julio Urias? Julio Urias. Play Julio. Just put him out there. Yeah. I think this so, is an epidemic in baseball. Here, Managers overthink pitching in the postseason. What did we talk about last season? What was the biggest headline that came out of the World
1: Series? Blake Snell getting pulled too early. Blake Snell gets pulled in the what fourth inning? I think it was. The I felt like inning. it was a little like maybe the fifth or something, I but he was, was on a roll. Yeah, he was rolling. dominating. And
0: why did they pull him? Because they said, well, we don't want him to go through the lineup again because well, third time. They statistically said, That's speaking, what they we do, do better.
1: That's what we do.
0: Right. And it blew up in their face. Yep. And I'm not saying that that one decision could have
1: won them the World S- Series, but to t- stop overthinking it. This game, game five that we're talking about tonight, by the way, it's still six to two Dodgers going into the seventh inning. Um, I get why they had to go bullpen game tonight. I mean, Kershaw's injured, so they don't have him. And... I wasn't sure because I'm like, why isn't Max Scherzer starting this game? Apparently, he would have been on short rest if they started him in this game. And I guess last time he started on short rest, his arm didn't feel great afterwards. Uh, I don't know. But so I get it. I guess why you don't want to. You have Scherzer. You have Bueller. And in theory, you have Julio Urias. But well, Urias, they haven't been been using last night. Uh, he started yesterday. So it looks like if the Dodgers hold on to this game, the game, the series goes back to Atlanta. So they get an off day for travel and Max Scherzer will pitch in game five. I'm sorry. Not game five. Yeah. Game five. Um, this is game. Five. This is game five. Sorry. Game six. Um, and then I guess if and then if the Dodgers win game six, Walker Bueller would pitch and in Game Seven, all hands on deck. Honestly, I mean, yeah, everyone's of course, going to be available except for Max Scherzer, right? But even he might be available. You know, the the days the days of Randy Johnson pitching eight shutout innings in the Game Six of the World Series and then coming back the next day and pitching in the eighth inning of Game Seven are probably over now. But well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know.
0: You're probably right. But like Framber Valdez threw eight innings the other night,
1: yeah. But, yeah, but he, they weren't gonna, up against it. Is he going to pitch tomorrow? Yeah, they weren't you know? up against it the next day. Right. So. Um that series, the ALCS, Houston leads that three games to two. But that you were talking about storylines earlier, too. I mean, that's that's a series where I mean, let's face it, I know AJ Hinch is gone, but the whole cheating scandal, Alex Cora was the ringleader, served a one year suspension for that. And now he's back with Boston with the same team that finished in last place last year without him and now here they are again. I mean in the playoffs and I that's, and he already that's got a big a ring. story. Here he already yeah. got a ring in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, he The did. year after he cheated. He two he has two and rings. And probably cheated again in from, Boston. Well. I think that was. I think that was. confirmed, that was confirmed right? They were. I think were, so. They were doing something. It, I don't know if it was to the extent of what the Astros were doing. I wouldn't walk but. up to your neighbor who's from Boston and tell him that was confirmed, but yeah. just know that you it might was pretty get much a confirmed. Suck right in your eye. Yeah.
0: No, you're right about that series. That's though. a wicked lie,
1: <laughs> Boston. Okay, that was bad. No, the second, one, the second was one was great. <laughs> Red Sox, are awesome. All right, that's pretty good, right? Now, now, you're just being Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, then, then there you go. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. Sorry, we were, any Boston.
0: We were talking about pitching. Listening, I apologize. We were talking about pitching. I, I just think that I understand you pitch your best guys when you get into the postseason. I understand that guys are going to have to go on short rest instead of every fifth day starting. You're now pitching games one and probably four, or if you yeah. if they really need you in game seven, you're pitching games one.
1: Remember Four and seven. Remember when they used to, like in the playoffs, they pitching, they used to go down to like three-man rotations if you had a really good yeah. top three in your rotation? I mean, if the Dodgers somehow pull out the series, everyone, they might have to do that. Everyone started on short rest. It used to be that way. Well, you talked about the Dodgers. So Kershaw's out. Uh, Trevor
0: Bauer, uh, uh, who knows if he's ever going to play baseball again. Not for the Dodgers, that's for uh, sure. Dustin May, injured for the season. Mm-hmm. He would have been a starter on this team. Yep. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with Tony Gonsolin, but Tony He's Gonsolin, still in their
1: bullpen, but he doesn't start games. He doesn't
0: start anymore, apparently, even though he was really good at it last year. Whatever. What do I know? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Julio Urias won 20 games this year, but apparently we're not going to start him all the time. It's just... I, I get it. You're running out of guys. So sometimes you got to do the bullpen thing. Yeah. But if it, if that really was the best way to win games, don't you think more people would do it during the regular season as well? Yeah. But the regular season is a marathon. It's 162 games. The postseason is a sprint. <laughs> yeah. So I understand you handle them differently. Yeah. I, I get it. I don't like it. Right. Because I'm like you. If I show up to the ballpark for the, an NLCS
1: game and I find out that Joe Kelly is starting, and, I'm ticked. And, and I'm not sure. I can't remember when Max Scherzer started his last start, what day it was. But um, it had to have been in game two, right? Game one or two? Uh, game three? I I can't remember, but I don't know how many days of short rest it would have been for him to start tonight. But like if you're you're if you're Dave Roberts of the Dodgers, you're down three games to one and you're starting a bull. You're doing a bullpen game. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Max Scherzer probably told Dave Roberts. Hey, I'm good to go, man. I'll start because that's just the kind of competitor that Max Scherzer is. Max Scherzer started game two. Okay, so that was a while ago. That was, that was, let's see. Sunday, October 17th. Okay. So that is one, two, three, four, four, four days since he started. That would have been on one, on four days rest. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they, I mean, Dave Roberts, I mean, I I have Dodger fans or Dodger fans that are my friends and. Wait, I mean, why? I don't know. Why do you have friends that are dogs? I met them daughters. at ASU. That sounds like a bad decision, but on just, your part. Yeah. I just They get everything they want, and I hate it. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> they, they have money. And yeah, don't, and money and, and, and good front office people and scouts and develop... They have scouts? Uh, what is... We need to get what? some of those. Um, That's our problem. But, and. One of so there are a few fr- friends that I have that are just like, oh my god, what is Dave Do- Dave Roberts doing? What's he doing? What's he doing all the time? And like he's doing his job. Yeah, he's done a really <laughs> good job. But like this, if if the Dodgers weren't winning this game right now, and they were about to drop this series to Atlanta, like man, I don't know how you get past that. But I mean, his excuses, Max Scherzer, he wasn't available. He was on. We weren't going to throw him on short rest, I guess. Um but I mean it's working. It's working right now. It's 6 to 2 going in the bottom of the 7th. So if they win this game tonight, ESPN has them
0: win probability at like 95% right now.
1: Well, Atlanta blew a 3 games to 1
0: lead last yeah, year. So everybody's blowing leads at this point. But um let's assume <laughs> the Dodgers win this game. That puts the series at 3 to 2 and then we're having a game 6 and that one's in Atlanta. Yeah. And that could make things interesting. And, game and let's six say and
1: seven. And let's say Scherzer goes for that game, right? Because he hasn't pitched since Sunday. Right. right? He has to. He ha- if they win this game tonight, he has to pitch game six. And I don't know
0: who's going to be on the hill for the Braves, but I feel pretty good about Max. It'll Scherzer.
1: probably be.
0: Ooh, Charlie Morton? I don't know. But Ian, I f-
1: Ian Anderson, maybe? Maybe
0: Anderson. But I feel really good about Max Scherzer, regardless might, of who's might, on the
1: other team. They might want to save the Braves, because the Braves have the advantage still, even if they lose tonight and Game 6. They still host the Game 7. They might be wanting to save Charlie Morton for Game 7. Or if they have a lead in Game 6, they might want to pitch him then. What's crazy, too, is up until Game 4...
0: That series had been like so close in terms of scoring. Yeah. Dramat- very dramatic. I mean, two, you're talking two walk-offs for the Braves. Game 1, 3 to 2 in favor of the Braves. Yep. Game 2, 5 to 4, Mhm. Braves. Game 3, Dodgers 6, Braves 5. That's they're all one-run games and then game 4, Braves 9 to 2. <laughs> and they blew that one open. Right. Pretty late though. They blew it open late. But still,
1: um yeah, the biggest trade deadline acquisition, Eddie Rosario.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the biggest trade of the year, Eddie Rosario. Right. That's what everybody's saying. Also, super nice of him to decide that he knows how to play baseball after he leaves Cleveland. Oh, that hurt you. I'm an Indians fan. Yeah. That hurt We're, you. Sorry, Guardians fan. The Guardians. At what point am I supposed to start saying Guardians? Right now, or I think when, when they this start season, the next season? I think when this
1: season ends, they are officially the Guardians. Okay.
0: They're just kind of like in hiding during the postseason. Let me see. Let They're me not go, in the post. Let me go on the standings.
1: Let what does their see. website say?
0: Can you go to uh, indians.com or And are they going to change that to game. guardians.com? How does that work?
1: They have to, I guess. Or, or Cleveland. Cleveland Guardians. baseball team.
0: <laughs> that was what I was worried most about. They the were going to change that they were going to baseball team. Yeah, they were going to do a Washington football team thing and just do the Cleveland baseball team. That was my nightmare. Where is their website? I, don't know. I can't. Maybe they took it down. But I just. I, but I do need you to know that I'm concerned about when I'm supposed to start saying guardians because I don't want to be offensive anymore. <laughs> Been offensive my whole life, apparently. But hold on, here we go. If we're gonna be PC about this, I want to make sure I know when to start being PC about it. It would be nice if my Wi-Fi worked in here. This is the last time I send you on research and development. This is
1: not my fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not my fault. Anyway, you're not wrong about Eddie. Come on, Eddie Wi-Fi. Rosario by the way. Eddie Rosario is hitting 467 Dude, He's been in incredible. The postseason.
1: He's been incredible. He's uh
0: 2 for 3 tonight.
1: He's 2 for 3. He just got to hit uh last inning, I believe. No one asked me to do stuff anymore cuz my phone is frozen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Total fail. You do it. it. <laughs> you do it. Eddie Rosario, 2 for 3 tonight. The only
0: hitter on the Braves with multiple hits. What did he
1: hit for the What did he hit for the Indians this year? Oh,
0: I'm sure it was not that good. The Indians don't no. believe in outfielders. I don't know if you know they this. They don't they don't. Philosophically, they since Grady Sizemore and Michael Brantley, they decided we don't believe in outfielders <laughs> anymore. Gave away all the good ones. And Clint Frazier, who was the only one that might have turned into something good. They just decided they didn't want him anymore. <laughs> but how about the fact that the Braves lose Ronald Acuña?
1: Well, I'll tell you
0: this real quick. They
1: lose Ozuna. They they're still the Cleveland Indians on Twitter. Okay. So I don't have to change yet. Not yet. I can still be offensive a little bit You can still a be a jerk. <laughs> yeah,
0: just a little bit longer. No, but look at the Braves. And the fact that they lost Acuña. They lost Ozuna. Yeah. Uh who's the other one that I'm missing? Um Marquise, I guess. Marquise retired, yeah, I think. Yeah, right. And he wasn't super awesome anymore. But anyway, and then they go out and they basically replace their entire outfield. Rosario, yeah.
1: Duvall, Soler, Soler, who's back now. The Duvall one was hilarious because he was on their team last year. Jock Peterson. Yeah, Jock Peterson. He's also an outfielder. Duvall was on their team last year, and then he goes to Miami on a one-year deal this year, and they, then they trade. They're like, well, we know that guy. We can bring him. Oh, back. yeah, he hits homers and is really good in the outfield. He's been playing cool. center. Yeah. Yep, Which is weird, because if you didn't notice, and, all the guys I named play left field, right? <laughs> well, and Jock and Soler are not really—I mean, Soler too. Soler is yeah. mostly a DH in Kansas City, right? Um, but Jock, I mean, he's put on a couple pounds. Uh, but like, he's been okay out there, I guess. But I love his it's more about. The I bat. love his pearl necklace.
0: Yeah, talk to me about the pearls.
1: Uh, they're real. He says, of course, they're real. He can afford it.
0: Well, I didn't expect him to go out there with Cuban zirconian. I can't, I can't
1: say what he calls himself. Oh no! It's it's uh, it Not uses, a <laughs> he uses a swear. Uses uh, a swear, but okay. he's a bad mother. You know. Oh, I get it. Uh, so uh, I yeah. can fill in the blank. Yeah, fill it in however you want, kids. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's been he's kind of injected this like energy into the Braves. It feels like um, he just he's always been this way. He swings to hit the ball out of the solar system. And when he connects, it goes really far and it's really fun. And <laughs> and he's hit like a he's hit a bunch of pinch hit home runs too. So like those are automatic energizers right there. Um he's just been he's been a really good addition to the Braves. I mean, Soler he's been playing more too because Solaire got COVID um yeah. during this series. So he's been playing right field every game. Um, Rosario, like we've we've talked about Rosario this whole time. He's been amazing since he's come over to the Braves, especially in the playoffs. And then Duvall is just... Duvall a, was a really good outfielder anyway. And he's got... I, I believe he led the National League in RBIs. I'm pretty sure in the regular season. I think he had a, over 100. And I think he hit 38 home runs. He dude has... Crazy power. Yeah, he's got power. It's insane. All their outfielders do. Solaire Soler hit not too long ago, like two years ago, Jorge Soler hit like 40, 50 home runs, whatever it Adam was.
0: Duvall, in my mind, is like JD Martinez without the high batting average.
1: hmm Yeah. That's how I've always kind of He's viewed always him. a threat to do something.
0: And and like in the early he's JD strong. days, like he wasn't on good teams. No. Like he was on the Astros when, when they, they were sucked. bad. The Tigers when they were bad. Right. The D-backs, arguably when they were not awesome, but well, he they transformed. Awesome. He made them. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't have made the playoffs that year without. He hit me. like thirty home runs in the second
1: half of the season.
0: Right, so that's how I view Adam Duvall. He's not like the premier power hitter. Right. He's not the guy who plays for a really awesome team and is going to hit fifty home runs. But now all of a sudden he is on a really awesome team. So yeah, it is now seven to two Dodgers in the bottom of the seventh. Win
1: probability ninety nine percent. All right. Well, that's going to you know happen that. because the Dodgers the Dodgers don't lose these games. They don't lose these types of games. You know who hit the home run? Oh, Chris freaking Taylor. Chris Taylor Ah, I'm telling you Chris Taylor man I'm telling you Chris Taylor I, you know what I really hope that the bag of sunflower seeds that they sent to Seattle for him was at least barbecue flavored or something because man Chris Taylor I mean like I said he he made a really horrible mistake in game one does Seattle get fleeced a lot because the Diamondbacks got Cattell Marte in
0: a throw in for with Taiwan Walker remember that they gave him Gene Segura and, and Mitch, Mitch Hanniger, who who's was been a good player, crazy
1: good for them this year. Yeah, um, Mitch Hanniger was a throw. In I mean, too. I think that was kind of a win-win because the D backs got Marte out of it. But remember, that trade was basically at its at its easiest level
0: was Segura for Tywan Walker,
1: and Marte was kind of a throw-in, and, and Marte was, was a throw-in. Throw throw in. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they well they fleeced the Mets. That's for sure. Um, in, the the, Cano, in the Cano Edwin and Diaz. Edwin Diaz trade, um, yeah, I'd rather have Diaz. Uh, well, who, Cano had did they the whole get season. Kelnick back in that trade? I think they got yeah. Kelnick in that trade, and he yeah, yeah, is yeah, they got Kelnick to be too. really good, and he had a really good uh, uh, last couple weeks of the season. Um, I don't know, Seattle's just kind of. <laughs> Jerry Depoto likes giving out those big contracts, and he gave one to Cano, and that didn't work out. He gave one to Pujols in L.A. or Anaheim, and that didn't work out. But I mean, Chris Taylor, and CJ Wilson. Josh Hamilton, Josh Hamilton, yeah, Justin uh, Upton. I don't know if he was the G when Upton was. Maybe was not. I don't there. know. Now you got me distracted. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Chris Taylor. That dude is either like making a dumb base running mistake in Game One, costing the Dodgers the uh, Game One win, possibly, or hitting two home runs tonight. Like he's he's a good player, man. He he is he's a good player. That's what I want. Josh Rojas to be. Maybe not like the home runs and everything, but. I, I mean, Chris to... Taylor. It's not like he hit forty home runs this year. No, he's around twenty, yeah, something twenty to thirty. That's not home bad runs. for a player yeah. who doesn't have a position, right. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or rather has like, too many to, positions. To be fair, like they they want to. I feel like they've given Gavin Lux every opportunity to make the everyday lineup, and he just and he just hasn't. He just hasn't. He's playing center field. It's gotta be hard though. Well, now Taylor's got to play third because Dustin Turner—he's on a
0: team that just traded for Trey Turner. Right? They have two of the top five well, shortstops and, in baseball. And on you their were team. talking
1: about Kike Hernandez letting him walk and everything. Yeah. Chris Taylor's a free agent after this season. Is he? Yeah. So
0: okay, here's a question: Since the Diamondbacks have a the history Diamondbacks of should going sign after Chris postseason Taylor heroes,
1: to play center field. Well, I the
0: end we don't know. Find me up. We don't know how this postseason ends yet. So I don't care. that, me of me course, could change this <laughs> all. This could change the whole narrative, but. Would Chris Taylor be a guy who's more the Diamondback speed in free agency as opposed to a huge, huge name? You um, know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, like, name any of the shortstops who are a free agent. Correa, Story.
1: Lindor. Baez. No, not Lindor. He got a counter. Baez. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: But, like, those guys are all going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. Is Chris Taylor going to make $100 million?
1: probably not i, don't, I wouldn't say I don't so. Think so i don't think so unless
0: he brings the dodgers back and they win the world i season, would he's the MVP. very
1: much welcome chris taylor on the diamondbacks if that's even a possibility center fielder? he is your everyday center fielder there and, you go. and with the possibility that he can play anywhere else you need him to well we just fixed the time oh look yeah, good that job hopefully good. they're listening uh <laughs> mike <laughs> hello yeah, um, I think that could be the. I, I think that Chris, could be the type of player. I think they go Chris after. Taylor's going to get paid though. I don't know yeah. how many years he's going to get. Um, I could or see what, him getting like, the Madison Bumgarner contract. I mean, five oh. years,
0: eighty ish, eighty five. Well, let's
1: see what Kike Hernandez got. Okay, that's a good suggestion. They're they yeah they are they are pretty. But you got
0: to remember, and this is how baseball works. Okay, and, uh, if how you have a great postseason right before you hit free agency that affects the dollar value. Yep. Remember when Cody Ross came to Arizona?
1: Okay, Kike Hernandez only signed a 2-year uh 14 million dollar deal with the Red Seven Sox. 7 million each? Yeah, so that's pretty good for the team. Well, yeah, not for him. Well, okay. It's okay <laughs> for him. I mean, I'm of not Of course, and every team this year was coming off of COVID 2020. Right. So the the money and years and everything were different than they probably will be this off season. But
0: like if this series ends let's say in Game 6 or even in Game 7, and let's say the Dodgers get knocked out, I think we're going to remember the end of their season, Chris Taylor was awesome. Otherwise, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. if they continue sure. to win and they sure. win the World Series, we're probably go- it's probably going to be because Chris Taylor has continued to be good and we're going to be thinking, oh,
1: Chris Taylor was awesome. So, he's probably going to make more money. So Chris Taylor, is he's coming to an end of a two-year $13.4 million deal. He'll be a free agent. Uh, oh, actually, so he's yeah, he'll making be, yeah, almost the same as Kike as Hernandez. Wow, interesting. Uh, He's okay. making seven point eight million dollars this year. He's a he's a free agent after this season. He'll be 31 years old. There's no way he makes
0: less than he was earning. No, no. way.
1: he'll make more than that. I
0: mean, <laughs> I don't know what else he can do. Do you think that he has solidified himself as a center fielder like he can play center field every day?
1: I think he can. I think he's... Because there's not a lot of those guys out I, there. I, I think he has... And they the, have Bellinger, so they don't need I know. That. I think the he has the ability to. I don't know if we've been able to see a lot of him out there because, like you just said, Cody Bellinger is could potentially win a gold glove in center field. He's that good in center field. Right. Um, and, uh, I mean, and honestly, with the Dodgers, I know they can make anybody fit wherever, especially with Chris Taylor because he can play anywhere he wants and wherever Dave Roberts needs him to. But, like, Trey Turner is... Trey Turner's going to be back unless they don't re sign Corey Seeger. They could let Seeger walk and then move Chris Taylor to and second base. And then move Chris Taylor to second base and have him and Turner Gavin Lux short. play there and Trey Turner play short.
0: My goodness.
1: They literally have. What a great problem just, to have. Right? All stars everywhere. Because Chris Taylor, he's not going to make $20 million a year, is he? I don't think so. I don't think. 20, I tend to be. $20 million a year? I tend no. to think it'll be above 10 Ah, uh, that sounds that sounds feasible. With the postseason that he's having, sure. I feel like
0: he could bump it up to 10,
1: right, at right, least. right.
0: Somewhere between like twelve and eighteen, I feel like is probably where it'll end up. Not that's, knowing how the rest that's, of the season, that's goes.
1: fair. I would say,
0: and I bet you that prices him out of the Diamondbacks range. Well, it doesn't. It's probably not going to take much. To Who's the highest paid player on the Diamondbacks Madison other than Bumgarner? Other than Zach Greinke's deferred payments, <laughs> I it's got to
1: be Bumgarner, right? I think so. Yeah, because Mar- his cause, contract's backloaded. Because Marte's on that team friendly deal. Peralta yeah. doesn't make that much. Ahmed doesn't make that much.
0: It might be Nick Ahmed, might be the second highest after uh, Bumgarner.
1: Yeah, you might be right. Now that I think about it. Um but I don't know that to be true. I mean, Chris Taylor's hitting three seventy five in this. But nobody other than Bumgarner makes ten million a year. No.
0: And the guys that did or would, they got rid of Patrick Corbin, Robbie Ray, Zach Greinke, obviously.
1: Huh, yeah. Well, we're still paying him. Yeah, Yasmani Tomas. The king of Reno. The king. Long live. Well, listen, Madison I feel... Bumgar- or, I'm sorry, Nick Ahmed is... Nick Ahmed is making, is set to make next year $7.75 Yeah, I was going to guess. And eight. then in 2023, he's set to make $10 million. Yeah, okay. Um, Which he's no longer worth. Sorry. No, you're right. He's no longer you're worth it. Right. Um, That would have been a decent deal if he continued to play the way he did two years ago. I believe, I'm looking up real quick, but I think Cattell Marte is uh, set to make around 12.
0: Yeah, he doesn't get much above that during his contract. Remember, his contract was very, um, I think it was a seven-year deal when they signed Cattell to his extension. And it was incremental. It was lower in the beginning,
1: and it got higher. Okay, he he is making so next year he's making eight million, very team friendly, and then in twenty three and twenty four he's making ten million and then twelve million. Fine with that. Yep, totally fine with that. Yep, he has the talent
0: level that even if he continues to be injured like he has, he's probably worth twelve.
1: Yeah, no those, matter what. Those are also club options on him in twenty three and twenty four. Which you have to. So figure if he did he have some up, devastating injury, knock they on could, wood, they could cut him. I yeah, guess, right. or they could, yeah, they can opt out of that they contract. Could figure it out, yeah, or or opt in and trade him. Right, right, or, or, right, right. I don't know.
0: I don't know how that all works. Um. Okay. Well, listen, this game that's currently going on. Yes, we are taping this during a game. I'm going to say the Dodgers are going to win.
1: The Dodgers are going to win. Hopefully, maybe that jinxes them. Ooh, their percentage. Win probability just went down because to 98. Because, because uh, Atlanta has a man on with nobody out. Oh, look at that.
0: 98% chance of winning. Was it
1: Eddie Rosario again? I <laughs> don't know.
0: The batter is Darno, so it's probably Dansby. No, it, it was. it. Oh, wow, you're right. Yeah, Dan's. I nailed that. I have the lineup in oh, front of okay, me. okay. I don't.
1: Okay. Um but hey, your favorite looks... starting pitcher Corey Knebel's in the game. Oh, good! <laughs> I Can't wait to see him pitch.
0: Uh, but that means that if the Dodgers win tonight, there will likely be Game Six on Saturday, October twenty third. That'll be on TBS. And then, like we talked about in the American League, right now it is three to two in that series as well. And I, I say as well—that's assuming the Dodgers win this game—and <laughs> uh, it's three to two They're in the American to. League. They're Houston win. leading there. Um, Do you have any uh, predictions as to what the World Series is going to look like? Or are you just going to pick the favorites at this point?
1: Um, I I think it's going to be the Astros in the American League. Yeah. The National League is tough, man. I mean, I know the Braves only have to win one more game, and the Dodgers have to win, including tonight, three more games. But, man, I... The Dodgers just come through in these, and they're going to have Scherzer and Walker Bueller on full rest in potentially game six and seven. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go with Atlanta to blow a 3 1 lead for the second straight year. So you have the Astros Dodgers rematch. I do. Either, yeah, we're either, well, if the Dodgers win the NL pennant. We're either going to have a rematch of the 2017 World Series or, or a rematch of the 2018 World Series. That's true. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Oh, okay. The Dodgers are going to win this game. Okay. They're
0: back up to 99% win probability. <laughs> they probably got a double play. <laughs> Just went up. I don't know how, but it's up. Uh, they're probably going to win this game, making it 3-2. to two. Game six, you're right. Max Scherzer's on the mound. He's not going to lose that game. Nope. No matter who's pitching for Atlanta, he's going to win that game, which is going to take them to a game seven. Walker Bueller's going to be on full rest. They're going to win that game, too. <laughs> Dodgers win that series. The Red Sox are going to come back and really? win in the American
1: League series as well. I'm taking, I'm
0: taking the non-favorites in both Who leagues. Who is
1: pitching in game six? I, uh,
0: I think it's Nate Uvalde. I think. Okay. And Luis Garcia. We talked about this earlier. Luis Garcia left a game with a knee injury. It is Uvalde and Garcia. He left game two with a knee injury, and he has been Ooh. terrible so far in the postseason. Ten runs, three and two-thirds innings. Garcia, I do not have faith. He's a good pitcher. He had a really good year. He's very young. He could win Rookie of the Year. Sure. Yeah. But he has not played well in the postseason. He doesn't have postseason experience. He doesn't have any experience. And I believe in Nate Uvalde. I know he hasn't been great. His ERA is over five in the postseason. But he's also got the second most strikeouts, I believe, behind Mike, Max Scherzer in yep. the postseason. That's going to take them to Game 7. And I don't know what the hell happens in Game 7, but I'm, I'm going to take Boston in that game as well.
1: Okay. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's Pavetta. So I have, so I have, well, have they announced that stuff? I don't know if they have Uh, game seven yet. Let me see if I can figure it out. Nope. TBD, TBD. I'll take TBD (laughs) in that game. Take the field. (laughs) So I'm saying, I'm saying it's going to be Boston Dodgers rematch. And I think it's Astros Dodgers. You're probably right. So we're both picking the Dodgers to come back from down three, one, which seems really dumb because Atlanta is going to win this series. (laughs) They didn't last year. They didn't last We've year. also been wrong about it's, everything it's, so far. Besides their entirely new outfield, except for Adam Duvall, who was on their team last year. I, it's the same Atlanta team. I don't know if you picked up on this or not in our text threads, but uh, I've been calling the Giants
0: the team of destiny this year. Yeah, and look how the, that turned the out. The second that they lost, I started the calling the
1: Braves the team of destiny. It's crazy that we're going to get, um, just from the way the postseason has gone, the Giants and Dodgers both win over 105 games. I think it was 109 and 108 or something like that, with postseason included. No, at the regular season, or was it 107, 106? I can't I think remember. Think it was 107, 106, okay. but I'm not sure. Okay, so the Giants win one more game the Dodgers in, in the division. Yes, and then they face off after the Dodgers beat the Cardinals in the wild card game. Yes, and that was a crazy series. It was yes. really, really good. And then all of a sudden, the 86 win or 88 win Braves. Have a three games to one lead. It's crazy. I, I'm wondering. There's like twenty games difference between those two teams. And and I mean, not to say it's all luck because the Dodgers are playing really well tonight. But like, man, I feel like the way this series started, I it felt like the Dodgers were just tired. From playing the Giants, that was a roller coaster of a series. That was highly emotional, and it came down to a a, a a check swing missed call, you know, to win that series. And it came down to the ninth inning and the last batter, last strike, and like that's just that's got to be draining, man. And the Braves were just kind of sitting back after kind of handling the Brewers pretty easily, and they, you know, all of a sudden they have a three games to one lead. It looks like it's going to be three two. Ninety nine point five percent win probability. Oh, by now the way. we're adding point five. Okay, point five. It's just do they will they ever well, once you hit Will they I ever really say it's a hundred percent? Yeah, when they win. Okay, <laughs> well, yeah, they can't <laughs> lose. It's over. Yeah, approximately <laughs> in the middle of the ninth, they okay. will they All will right. make that determination right. most likely. But, okay, yeah. so I say Dodgers Astros. You say Dodgers Red Sox. Right. Okay. Ooh. I don't know, man. It's gonna be a crazy finish, dude. Like no matter what happens here. I'm down for any of these matchups. Even Atlanta in the World Series. I'm okay with that. I I know that you know the national like if you're if you're talking about like ratings and stuff like that, I'm sure MLB doesn't want the Braves in it because obviously you want the LA market. You'd probably rather have Boston than Houston. Yeah, but I mean especially with the history of the well, organization. Well, if the Dodgers beat come back and beat the Braves and go to the World Series, I think MLB would want Houston for the for the storyline, for the rematch. Exactly. And the and exactly. All that? And even if it's Dodgers Red Sox, Alex Cora is still there. Does America so- want to watch the Houston Astros? Cuz remember when we
0: came into this season it was all about the cheating scandal and how are they going to be treated? Because this is the first season that they've played with, with fans. fans. Right, it was last supposed to be season, last year, but then we had COVID. Yeah, right, and, right. Know. So, does America want to watch Houston, or do they want to root against Houston? And maybe that's a reason to watch. Well,
1: here's another thing too. Like, I know, <sighs> would you rather root if you're watching this World Series? If it's, if it's Dodgers Astros, would you rather root for the Dodgers to beat the cheating Astros or do you want to see the Astros take down like the evil empire Dodgers, the defending world champions? Um, I can't root for any of them. Um, I, you're but, a Diamondbacks but fan. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's like my, two villains. Fighting my each hate other. for, yeah, my hate <laughs> for the Dodgers probably would outweigh my hate for the Astros. Interesting. I just I can't stand I get the that. Dodgers, man. I can't. I can't root for them. I can't do it. I think I would rather. I can't tell you how how happy I was when in 2019 Howie Kendrick hit that grand slam. I'm right. like I'm rooting for Howie Kendrick and the Nationals. Okay, that's so just because how much I hate the Dodgers.
0: So maybe between the two of us, I'm a better. Uh, You're more representation biased. Yeah, I mean, I'm an Indian <laughs> slash Guardians, whatever, fan. <laughs> Cleveland baseball a, team? Yeah, whatever they are. I'm a fan of them. So uh, maybe I'm better representative of the nation as a whole. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just speak for everybody right now. Oh, great. But this I is say, what we've
1: all wanted. Steve speaking for everyone. I've been doing it all along, let's be honest. <laughs>
0: okay. I would say that I would rather see the Dodgers get their revenge on the Astros. Ooh, okay. I mean, I could. Because s- the, we know for a fact that the Astros cheated. Mm hmm against the Dodgers mm-hmm. and that you Darvish who was untouchable all of a sudden got rocked and and nobody
1: could explain it un- until we knew they cheated and unfortunately for you Darvish he was hated by the Dodger fan community and the LA because he, sucked because in that game. he was terrible he well, was really in the whole postseason but yeah he well, sucked in that game yeah he got basically run out of town because he was so and bad He wasn't in there the long series he was there for half a season yeah. They traded for him at the trade deadline from Texas and then he went to Chicago the next year. Yeah. So he was in LA for that's a few why, months. That's
0: why I want the Dodgers to get their revenge. I don't I like the can't Dodgers. Do it. I just want I want equilibrium in the baseball universe. I want the gods, the baseball gods to level the the playing field level the scales by screwing the Astros because they
1: <laughs> screwed baseball well okay so will cheated. will that storyline exist if the World Series is Dodgers Red Sox because of Alex Cora or is it just the no. Astros no it's the Astros okay to me i mean Alex Cora i know Alex Cora was the ringleader and he did beat the Dodgers in a World Series
0: the next year and you and i can have that conversation if it is if it is Dodgers Red Sox like i think it might be then we can have that discussion about Cora versus the Dodgers, but I think okay. it's so much harder to pit a team versus an individual, right? Especially it's when it's team, a coach. Team versus team, right? He's not on the field, right? He can't hit a home run in the game. He couldn't hit a home run when he played either. But <laughs> <laughs> sick burn. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm excited no matter what the
1: matchup. Well, is. Even we're going to we're going to have really fun finishes to to these I two think series, so. man. They're they're both going to at least go six. Um so, I mean, it, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good baseball, which is the best. Honestly, good baseball is the best thing that can happen right now. And compelling series and exciting moments because this, this league needs that. <laughs> they need that desperately. Yeah. And, I mean, I think we're going to get that in the next few days. Honestly, I mean, both of these teams, I mean, they're going back. It's going to Houston and Atlanta with both Houston and Atlanta leading. So I mean both teams both of them could possibly clinch at home which is always the best. I hate when teams clinch on the road. It's never it's never good. I just like I like the fan reaction. It's probably fun as a as the team Oh, clinches. I'm sure they love it. I'm sure the Dodgers loved clinching in San Francisco. You'd probably rather clinch oh, at home if you're a player? Sure, you want the fans to be all crazy but and But there's going, an element of <laughs> right when you're on the road well like I said I'm sure I'm sure the Dodgers had a lot of fun celebrating at Oracle Park yeah. um, they peed in our pool so they l- must have loved that still bitter about still it still bitter was, I get that that was Puig right Puig did that him and uh, Adrian Gonzalez I think <laughs> I don't I don't know I just named a Dodger player. wow I don't even
0: know if he was there incriminating the I can't remember I, I think he was guilty Puig until though. permanent is it Let's always Puig us. it's always Puig <laughs> Ninety nine point six percent. We probably Ninety nine point six? Okay, ninety nine point six percent chance we're ending this podcast right now. Um, we're gonna wait and see what happens. I, hopefully, we can have some exciting preview before the World Series because we might not. Uh, we might get there before <laughs> next week. So yeah, uh, we're gonna sit down and talk about that in the coming days. We thank you so much for checking out the podcast this week. It is the Ain't No Fang podcast. I'm Steve Zinsmeister. That is Cody Fincher, affectionately known as Bear. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Ain't No Fang podcast here at ArizonaSports.com and on the Arizona Sports app.